beans, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. Look. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. This is logic over everything. We made it here so you could make it through. All right. My friends, let's do what we got to do. Thankful on the cast tonight. Let me start it out this way. I always started out with, you know, uh, especially our relationship cast. I always started out with your ideal man. I'm going to start it out with your ideal plate of Thanksgiving food. But first, I want to ask, what are you thankful for? And Logic, Logic, I'm going to pass it to you. What are you thankful for this year? This year, I'm thankful for the opportunity to prepare a podcast. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for how it's changing me, how it's introducing me to other people, and, and how it's introducing other ideals and other ideas and other concepts to me. So I, I'm just very thankful. All right. All right. Kennedy, Kennedy, you're up. What are you thankful for? <sighs> I'm thankful for myself. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's talk about it. What's, what's Let's talk on? about it. Sorry, but I, you know, I love my fan. I love everybody that's on this podcast right now. But I am thankful for myself. I never give myself thanks. I haven't given up. It's been a rocky year. It's been a rocky few years, man, since COVID, everything. But I'm just thankful for myself for for pushing through. We're pushing through, being strong, and being resilient. So that's what I'm thankful for. Okay, all right. And Brittany, it's your first time on the platform. Logic over everything. So what are you thankful for? I am thankful for my health and my strength. Um, last year, I was dealing with a back injury that had me really messed up, not able to walk and stand. So this year being able to walk, stand and move and do things that I was not able to do last year, is just making me so appreciative of the health and strength that I have. So that is what I'm most thankful for this year. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. And, Joey, and my, Joey, what are you? You know what? I'm thankful for everybody listening. Um, <laughs> this you I can't you know we 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 I don't have a voice without you listening to it right like it just stays in the pocket um I'm lucky enough to have experienced this growth of the channel uh in the past 2 years up to you know almost 26,000 people and so that's what I'm grateful for like you know that could be that that to me is the biggest flex of all that that could be 260 million as far as I'm concerned but it to be 26,000 after two years, I'm grateful. And I'm grateful to Logic for, for riding with me. And, uh, you know, Kennedy, you are a wonderful addition. And I'm sure, Brittany, <laughs> you are a wonderful addition as well. And so with that said, I'm going to get to this Thanksgiving plate that I talked about, right? Like in the beginning, mm. I said, we're going to talk about the Thanksgiving plate. Now, me, personally, to start, I'm going to tell you guys, I like all my food touching. I don't care what's on that plate. It's got to touch. Like what? the gravy, the stuffing, the the turkey, the macaroni and cheese, the collard greens, it's all on the plate, but it's all touching. And I know that that doesn't do it for some, but even if it's cranberry sauce on top, my plate is big. It's got all those things on it. It's the stuffing, the mac and cheese are non-negotiable. 
I do turkey. I don't do ham. Um, the gravy has to be there. All those things are going on on the same plate, and it's just one and done. You know, I'm going to get one big plate, and I'm going to stack it up high. That's how I like it. Logic, how you like it? Okay. Um, I feel like every time anybody asks you about your Thanksgiving plate, it's a confession <laughs> because people judge you on how your plate is. I know. Is I, was, I was just judged. They were like, ooh, the food. Right. It's a judgment. Number one, my food don't touch. I don't do food. I, I was raised in a different society and the Thank world is you, different for me, but yeah. I don't do that. And it's not Ooh. that I don't care that other people do. It's cool for you. You could just stack your food on top of your food however you <laughs> like. But that's not what I'm into. Number two, I don't eat fall. So usually a ham will come through the building and I'll sneak a piece of ham and somebody will see me and laugh or Maybe the family will say, well, uh, we got to get tired, like a little piece of ham, because you know him and I lie. You know, so then I eat my little piece of ham. So I have like a small piece of honey baked ham. But usually my auntie that did the greatest macaroni and cheese in my family situation, she passed. But that was the thing. It was the macaroni and cheese. It was turkey. It was the spinach. Or the greens, depending on how you communicate about that. But the ladies used to wash that shit before. So you would <laughs> see them like two days before that's washing it and like turning it out and like clean. Like those greens are different. Like it feel like home. And then the specialty on top for me and my family, and I can speak for my entire family, the specialty on top was always the lemonade. My grandma, she 92 and she still made homemade lemonade, which she squeezes the lemon into the water it puts the sugar in it it's, it just feels mm. and then if you put some Hennessy inside of that <laughs> <laughs> now we talking about soul food Sunday Hennessy it turns up but that's my plate is usually just very simple things very small things compartmentalized I'm compartmentalized Hi. that's Hi. my plate what about the rest of you guys Kennedy, go ahead. What's your plate? Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> so I love my mom's cooking, right? Like, so on my plate and my dad. So we fry a turkey and we bake a turkey on Thanksgiving. So I have to have slices of both. I put my cranberry sauce on top of that. I like canned cranberry sauce. I just like slice the gel and lay that on my turkey. That's my thing. I don't like my food to touch. So I kind of give a little space to everything. But after that, I have my mom's mac. She makes an amazing ham and her glaze is so good. I don't really like pork, but I, that's like the only time of year I will eat it is with her ham. I understand. I understand. Ooh. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, can do I don't do pork like that, but her ham. <laughs> you gotta, then, You got to get it. You got to get in there. So yeah, that, and then um, I usually do like, my mom makes cabbage for me because I don't do collard greens, but okay. she'll make fried cabbage for me. So, so the I put whole that on smell like farts. Got it. Cool. Wow. You're Maybe. disrespectful. We're that's, in the South. That's don't be what disrespectful. cabbage smell like. Cabbage smell like farts. Like, oh my God. Yeah, you know, it does. That's what it is. It, 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 100% smells like shit. Yeah, it's okay, a distinctive so smell. Does cabbage smell worse than chitlins? No, oh, well, nothing we don't, we don't in do the those. world. No, nothing <laughs> in the world. No, mm -mm, mm -mm. 
Brittany, please okay. save us. <laughs> Brittany, I don't want to hear y'all talking us. about cabbage <laughs> anymore. I don't want to hear. No, I'm gonna let y'all fight that out. <laughs> okay, I can win the fight. Would you like me to win the fight, Brittany? No, no, no I, Brittany. Let me finish my point. I've smelled some things that are bad. I have smelled some. We don't need a fight. This Thanksgiving. Let's be thankful. We're just talking. Let's be thankful. Good save, Good save. Let's be thankful for this platform, and we're not gonna fight tonight. So. Been a All long right, day. I get it, sis. I'm with you. I'm with you, and I respect you. Brittany, go ahead, and give me your uh, plate. Wait, then. I'm not done with my plate. Oh, you're not oh, done with no, your she plate. Put, I was on my plate me. too. She want okra. She want black eyed peas. Like, God, God no, black eyed peas is black eyed peas is for the new year. So after my cabbage, oh, I put I put I two pies on it. So I'll get my pecan pie and my sweet potato pie, and I stack those two because I put my dessert with my plate. I don't eat that later. Okay, y'all be having two pies? We be having two pies, three cake. We got the seven up cake, we got the pound cake, and then we got the one that's a vanilla cake with walnuts. See, black excellence is uncomfortable for the rest of them. I just want you to know that and continue to tell us your plate. But just that's understand it. that black that's excellence it. is important, <laughs> but also uncomfortable to the rest of us because we have one pie. Like, that's it. You have to have multiple pies. Well, we got a lot of people that come. That's but- true. And then you got the pie that you put in the freezer so nobody eats. That's fair. That's fair. Look, I understand that. It. Plus, some that's pie got to go home with somebody. So there'd be an extra pie just laying around with the tinfoil on it that just disappeared in the middle of the night. <laughs> you don't know where it went. <laughs> somebody took it home. Yeah, that's my plate. Just my desserts. Now I'm done. <laughs> All right. Brittany, step up. What's your, what's your plate? So I don't. So first, I don't mind my food touching. Amen. So it's fine. That's what I'm talking about, Brittany. Get in right. there. Okay. Yeah. You're a thug. All right. So I'm I'm It's very important to me. I need at least two, four slices of it if I can. Okay. So ham is important. Okay. Okay. Gotta have that. Okay. My macaroni and cheese. Gotta have that. Amen. Gotta have my grandmother's cabbage. I don't eat a lot of vegetables. I don't like a lot of vegetables, but the way that my grandmother cooks cabbage, I really love it. It's so right way. My... Mm-hmm. It's something about her using salt and pepper on the cabbage, Damn. and like a little bit of like she she cooks the cabbage with pig's tail, mm. so mm-hmm. you get a so it got that flavor. pork flavor to it. It's just kind of like a little pork flavor to it. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is so good to me. And I know I can't indulge in it a lot. So on the holidays is when I indulge. So got to have my cabbage. Um, if we have mashed potatoes and gravy, got to have that. If we have barbecue, like it's, it's not how to... You know, have you ever, have you guys had it? It's like you pull the pork and it's like chopped up and it has like vinegar, red pepper flakes in it. Mm. Yeah, like I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. I don't know exactly yeah. what they call it, but it's like yeah. pickles, something, it's, something, it's, something. It's, and it's, it's like barbecue. a, yeah. they call it a delicacy. Yeah. They made it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's a certain type of barbecue, mm-hmm. right? And, it comes from the pork. It's it's pork barbecue, and it's like you get a hunk of it and you chop it up, and it it resembles tuna, Ooh, okay. but it's not tuna. 
because you of the flakiness I mean? like of the meat. Yeah, I understand what exactly. you mean. It's like chip meat. Like it's okay. like chip pieces of meat. Yeah. I know exactly. What there it is. is. Yeah. But it's in the juices yep. too. Like I get it. Gotta have the barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Gotta if if it's available, gotta have the barbecue. And of course, gotta have at least two rolls of Hawaiian King's bread. Oh my god. Gotta, oh my god. That's the goat. That's the yeah. goat plate. Undefeated. Right. Undefeated goat. Undefeated. <laughs> I'm here for it. Undefeated. Oh, my goodness. All right. Undefeated. Look, now that our bellies are full from our ideal plates. <laughs> Let's get to this uh relationship talk. Um I don't I, I I know I sent it to you, uh Logic. I know I sent it to Kennedy, but there was a um a viral post of a text message conversation. <laughs> and in this conversation, a, a man was asking a female out. They had met on an app, they had met on a dating app, and he wanted to ask her on a first date. And in that first date, he's asking her, he's like, Yeah, we can just meet up at the bar at Chili's. Chili's is a, uh, you know, a global franchise all around the uh, United States, at least not global, I guess, U.S. based. But, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's pretty common. You can find a, a Chili's probably everywhere. Um, but he said, this is the first date. We're just going to meet up at the bar, see if we like each other, you know, off this. She said, oh, no, Mm-mm, I can't do Chili's. And the restaurant she mentioned on the actual text message I'm not familiar with, but it's similar to a steakhouse. It's like a uh, Fogo de Show. It's, um, you know, one of those high-end Morton's Steakhouse. It was one of those high-end steakhouses where, you know, you're going to pay $60 and up per plate before you talk about drinks. So he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can go there if you're willing to pay for you and I'll pay for me. And she's like, no, you, you know, now you're giving brokey. And she kind of like ended it. She's like, nah, I'm not okay with that. So, Brittany, I'm going to begin with you. Um, if you're inviting someone out um, for dinner, is this is this an acceptable response or are you, or are you just leaving her where she at? Yeah, I would probably leave her where she's at. Um, there, Not that I have an issue with spending money because I've been to high-end steakhouses before. Like, it's not about the money for me. Right. It's just about... Why can't I communicate that sometimes like sometimes I'm not going to want to do that, especially if this is the first date and we're just trying to get to know each other. Does it really matter? Like, I guess maybe my thought process is just why is it that you associate me wanting to go to this particular place instead of another place as, oh, I'm being broke or I'm not willing to give or do anything. It's like, well, I'm just not comfortable with you yet. Like, I'm just getting to know you. I'm not comfortable with that yet. And to make such a judgment call on someone before you actually get to know them just based on where you would like to meet up, I don't know, that that probably would just make me want to stay away because then I would be like, okay, so even if I were to go to this high-end steakhouse that you mentioned, let's say I go, if I pay for everything, fine, whatever. But moving forward from there, would I ever be able to suggest a place that I would like to go to and you just shoot that down because it doesn't fit into whatever your thinking is of what's a good place to go? Like, what if I say I want to go to Five Guys? <laughs> you know, like, let's say I want to do lunch. And I, I'm just saying, like, let's say I want to do lunch, right? And I say, hey, 
I really want a burger. Let's go to Five Guys. And you're just going to be like, no, 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 no. Can't, can't do that. You know, like, I feel like that's the beginning of us being at competition with each other. Like anything I suggest is going to be seen in some negative light. And that is just something I wouldn't want to deal with. Like just someone shooting me down whenever I suggest something that isn't up to their standard. You, you just, know, you, you, just you, you, you kind of brought up something interesting there because at first I'm saying like, you know, if she doesn't want to go, that's fine. But you're saying that that says something about her and that's a red flag for you. It could. It, that's yeah. yeah. That's a reading you, that I'm getting. Reading it could. A, now, of course, okay. it could. I could be wrong, of course. Right. right. Because we don't know this person, you know, beyond what this text message is. But for me, I read deeper into stuff like that. Mm. Like, if this is how you're starting, what can I expect later on? So if you're already starting with, that's not a good idea. I don't want to do that. I'd rather do this instead. And then when I suggest, okay, we can do that, but let's just pay for our own individual meals and you shoot that down. Then it's like, okay, so what can I do? What can I suggest? How agreeable are you? How, how is this going to work moving forward? Like, even if, you know, we get to the steakhouse and I say, I want to order the steak and you're like, mm, I don't want to, I, I don't care. I can't believe you'd order the steak. Why not order, you know, the filet mignon, you know, wow. like, I don't know. It's like something about that would make me so uneasy. Cause I would just be like, are you going to criticize every choice? Like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Like how deep is that going to go? Okay, uh, Brittany, before, and that's just before like, you continue, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't logic, you were absolutely right about this one. You were right. <laughs> On point. Okay. Um, yeah. What yeah. I need you to understand, Joey G, as the person that's called Logic in the Logic <laughs> Over Everything podcast, uh, I should be observed as a human being that can understand exactly how this works. And if yeah. you would just allow me to do that, yeah, the winning's going to happen. Oh, I, You're I, I, I hear it. It's I happening, hear it. It's and, happening and, and right now. And to Brittany, I say amen. Well said. You know, like... Jesus. That communication is a gift, man. It's uh -huh. a gift, man. Uh -huh. When I see the gift, I speak on it. So. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. Okay. All right, Logic. So how you feeling about this situation? Okay. Um, I'm not going to say a whole bunch of stuff about it because this is a weird type of topic. But for the listeners and everybody that's listening, I want you to understand that this is Logic of the Logic Over Everything podcast. I respect you guys, you ladies, whoever's listening. I'm so thankful that you guys are listening. I need you to understand that the Jets just lost like a heartbreaking loss that has changed my relationship with sports in general. So I'm very emotional right now. So I'm going to give you some real emotions in this moment. If I'm a guy and I'm attracting a significant other and I, I want to go out. I don't want to discuss money at all. Like I, I don't, I don't want to put myself in a space where that becomes the first thing that I'm judging this situation on, if that makes any sense. So for me, as someone who has tried to do the finest of dining to try to get somebody's attention, all these, I've tried it all, I've done it all. And what I've learned 
is if I ask somebody out, I shouldn't even really need to tell you where I'm going. I should just be able to say, hey, sir, what's up? Okay, cool. Let's go out. Okay, I want to kick it with you. Let's talk. Okay, I'm over here. Like, we're going to go over here real quick. And then, and sometimes when that conversation is dope and when the situation is dope, it can go to other places. It, it, it can start at Applebee's and then it could go to the top of the top if the shit is right. But sometimes I feel like, you know, in 2022, there's a level of guarding yourself against people who are just trying to use you to get somewhere else and get the meal from here and do the thing and then take the pictures of the thing. And I, I've been through that. So I think the best thing is always to put yourself in the most comfortable place that you can be in for that first date, for that first initial contact, and then go from there. So if the first place that you feel comfortable mm -hmm. is Applebee's, you start there. Mm. And sometimes it feels like people judge you on where you're comfortable and they feel like your comfortability is based on your finances. And for somebody like me, it's usually not. Like, I'll spend any amount of money for anything that I want to do and that I want to do what I want to do. But at right. the same time, like my sister said, if that conversation comes up, if we have to have a conversation where it's like, okay, we over here, but now you want to go over there. And so now we have to start breaking up the tab. Who's going? Then it's already kind of off. It's already kind of old. I just want to ride and float and see where it go. And right. so sometimes you just want somebody, I would think for myself personally, you want somebody who understands your comfortability and can see you in a comfortable space and then can do other things as well. So. All right. All right. All right, Kennedy. How do you feel about this situation? I think we should skip over me and just keep the flow of where this conversation has been. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I want to know. I want to know what you think about it. What's going on? You you, you read the text. You you saw it. I read the text. I you, and, I, and I messaged you back, Charlie. And basically the sense was, this is America. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, really? So everybody can feel how the fuck out of here. <laughs> Everybody. That's what it is. That's why I smell like this. Thank you. Thank you, Kat, for illuminating that. I did yeah. not know. Yes. I had no idea. This is that, actually a memory. That's where we are. Gotcha. That's where we are. That's, you are here on the map. Okay. And I am here. Everybody has the right to feel how they want to feel. Now, okay. that is I don't true. think that is anybody true. in this situation is wrong. Because if you want to take me to Chili's, and I don't want to go. I want to go here. He gave you another alternative, and it it didn't work out. Nobody's wrong. Everybody wants to do what they do. It didn't work out. They're not going on a date. Great. So y'all don't seem like the right fit. As far as me, when I go on first dates, I don't let the guy pick. Because I don't, for me, it's a safety thing. So, like, I'll choose the place. That way I don't know if, like, I pull up the chills. I don't know if you have somebody watching me pull up. It's your comfortability. It's your comfortability. Exactly. So, 
that's my thing. So if we're just focusing, I, I don't agree with the guy picking the place. I'm sorry. It's just safety. But okay. if we're strictly talking about where she wanted to eat, how's it a problem? I'm new to this area. Like I moved here. I didn't know a lot of restaurants. There's places I wanted to try on dates. Now you can't afford that. You know? Yeah. You broken my eyes. I don't know what to tell you. Can I say this? Can I say this to you? Okay. Mm -hmm. WG, Brit, family. I understand exactly what you're saying, sis. And and what you're saying is accurate. I, I'm trying to come from a place of that first interaction and that first leaning where I, I'm putting myself in the perspective and I'm saying, I want to meet this young lady and talk to this young lady and, you know, kick it. And so I might have the plug at Applebee. I might have the plug at Outback Steakhouse. I might have a plug at this spot that's not necessarily the top spot in the world, but I might have a plug there. Like, I might be tapped in to where it could go real well here, and then it could go the other way. Have you ever seen that before? So, I've been in those predicaments. Yes, it could happen. But then I've also been in the predicaments where it's that, and it's like, well, you wanted the two for 20 in the beginning. Why are you changing now? Like, I've had both. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a fact. So, you know, so I think there's something to be said about setting your bar here. And then if we go lower, sometimes that's fine. If we elevate from there, that's fine. I don't fuck with chilies. So I would have been like, what? As well. The ribs are gross. They're soggy. I don't like the chips and dip. <laughs> I'm not doing Applebee's either. The best things on their menu is. But they let's say the drinks is lit. Like let's yeah, say right. that I can like, make the drinks lit. Like let's let's else. say why, that I can make the scene gonna... look lit. And then let's say that after I make the scene look lit, and then you see the vibe and you understand how I'm giving it up and how I'm moving. Yeah, and but then we can go to the other place into, too. We can do that. Now into technicalities because we don't know. We're just going off this. Yeah, this that's mess. fair. That's yeah. fair. But but okay, let me let me go back to Brittany real quick. Brittany, are they into you or are yes. they into the dinner? Like that's my question. What what yeah. does it seem like she's into the the person she's meeting or is she into the dinner? Like which one? Well, yeah. Well, this is just it, right? Yeah. So there there are lots of ways of thinking of this, and I think there's a school of thought, and I think Kennedy was edging edging towards it. So there are certain women who assume that if a man values you as a person, there's going to be certain things he's willing to do for you, right? And how that gets expressed or how women start to see that is if you think that Chili's is the best place for me, that that's how you value me. You value me as not worthy of the best. Now, of course, from the man's perspective, he could just be looking at it like, this isn't about your worthiness, right? This isn't about a person. This isn't anything against you personally. This is just, let's go to Chili's. We're just, you know what I mean? We're just meeting each other. Let's grab a few drinks here and let's just see where the night takes us, right? Mm -hmm. But in her mind, she may be saying, no, if I go to Chili's now, I'm going to be going to Chili's forever with you. Ooh. You're not going to go forward beyond Chili. 
if I, if I start you there and say that's acceptable, you're going to think that's acceptable forever. And the young man is like, like, like logic was saying, he could be coming at it from a very different perspective, right? Mm -hmm. He's just like, do I really want to spend a hundred dollars just to have a conversation with you? You know, does it matter if we're at Morton Steakhouse or if we're at Chili's, the, the purpose of us being there, wherever we are, is to just talk right. and get to know each other. Yeah. So what does it matter? I do want to add this point. So this isn't about if he can afford it or okay. not, right? The reason he's not willing, he's not saying he's not willing to go to the steakhouse, right? He's saying if he goes, he wants the checks to be separated, right? So this isn't about what he can afford. Obviously, we know there are lots of men who who will flat out say, I'm not going there because I can afford it. But this isn't that because he's saying, no, I can afford it. I'm just not paying for both of our meals. So that was probably his test, right? Because men do this too. They test a woman. Okay, if you want to go to this steakhouse, do you want to go because it's something you can afford to do and you like going by yourself? Or are you only going there because I'm footing the bill? And otherwise, <laughs> you would be at Chili's too because that's what you can afford, right? So we don't know, we don't know. what their interactions have been prior to this text message. So he could have probably trying to gauge her out, right? Like, okay, you, you like eating at high-end places? Uh -huh. Do you eat at high-end places when you're the one that has to pay the bill? Oof. Because that tells you a lot about what kind of woman you're dealing with, right? If a woman only goes to a high-end restaurant because someone else is paying for her, that tells you that if you're a man in this situation, you're like, okay, so you're not really interested in getting to know me. You're just trying to get this meal that you would otherwise not get, mm. right? Mm -mm. For the woman, again, she could just be looking at it like, no, set the expectation high, tell him this is where I'm at, and if you want to come where I'm at, where I'm trying to be, you would make the effort to be there with me. So this is hard to say that I think this is the root of all problems between men and women communicating uh -huh. is that there are certain things that are not being said up front that should be said. And what is being said can be interpreted in many ways. So when she's saying, no, I don't want to do Chili's, she could be just saying, I've been on date with men who took me to Chili's. And come to find out, you know, they're taking me to Chili's because their budget won't allow them to go anywhere else. And that's where I'm going to be. If they take me to Chili's, I'm stuck at Chili's, you know. So she may not be communicating that with him. He's not communicating with her directly, right? Like, hey, I don't want to be used for a free meal. I do want to get to know you. And I'm just getting to know mm -hmm. you. So can we just start at Chili's? just to see if we like each other, then we can move on to anywhere else. But I just want to know before we get invested, right? Can we just meet somewhere that's neutral, right? And go from there. Again, if you don't want to eat there, that's one thing. Because remember, at Chili's, you could just get margaritas. You don't that's have to I'm, eat food. I think that's what Logic was saying. So like, we if you just want to get there and get their margarita pill, you can do that. Rit, right. Brit, Brit. I don't want to cut you off. And that's like the king thing. Like I have a shirt coming on that's called I didn't mean to cut you off because that's like my <laughs> thing that I do. I love that. What I'm saying is what you're saying is 100% accurate. And I just hope that the people that's listening have a certain understanding of the position of certain men in that zone, respective of significant others. If I meet a young lady 
somewhere when I meet her. I get her number and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to pull. I'm going to take her somewhere. I want to take her somewhere. The first time that she's around me, where it's safe, where it's comfortable, where I have some level of authentication in here, like people respond to what I'm trying to do. And sometimes that's the top of the top of the top of the top. There's some guys that like can just go to the top of the top, the top of the top and just you know, move like that. But for a lot of us, it might just be that spot down the street that they go to all the time. That's their spot. I know the bartenders, I know the routes, I know the drinks, I know the food, I know this, I know that. And when you first have that interaction with a young lady, if you want to be honest, if you want to be yourself, if you really want to, you know, have that first interaction to be the strongest interaction, you want to push yourself in the best place for you to be the best person you can be in public in front of that significant other. Amen. And it might be Applebee's. It just might be the spot where your cousin worked there and then your other cousin is behind us. <laughs> and everybody worked for you and you could just walk in here and things happen when you walk in here. It's just like, yo, we need, okay, you know what I want. Like, hey, man, you already know, my G. Like, get two of those, get three of those, get that, get that. Like, well, you know, most people don't want to eat the food at these places, but you get like a sample of the knock that down. And one of the things that Britt was saying and one of the things that makes it not difficult, but a little bit scary at times is because so much of the understanding, and I'm speaking when you first meet someone, is the idea of the choices that you make at that first moment and the understanding that that person might take away regarding your finances. That doesn't have anything to do with financial things. Like it's not even about money. It's about comfortability. Always. And if you're asking somebody to come out, meet somebody, you're trying to create comfortability and you might feel most comfortable at Chili's. You might feel the most comfortable there. All right. But that doesn't mean that you don't have the financial stuff to go anywhere. I can go anywhere. People can go anywhere. Things can happen when that conversation goes. I I think we got it. We, we, uh, you know, we're at a good space with this one. Um, I'm going to switch modes real quick, but I realized that I did a disservice to the people, you guys don't know anything about Brittany. So, Brittany, if you could come and and tell the good folks, are you single, dating? What, what's your, what's your status right now? Complicated. So, so I am single. I've been single for over a year. Okay. Yes. Okay. I All right. I I am in communication with with a woman. Right. We've known each other before we've attempted to be in a relationship before hmm. but it didn't work out hmm. uh, but it didn't work out for other reasons <laughs> and hmm. yeah i don't know sorry i didn't i didn't update you on this hmm. and there's a reason why bear with me kennedy i promise you, you chose this platform to be transparent uh, I, i'm trying oh, to tell hey, i'm trying oh, to be honest logic over everything right let's go that's good Brittany. let the, the yeah, light is still on you Talk to the people. So, yes. So, so <laughs> I didn't like that. We've been in communication with each other maybe for about a month now. However, the reason why I haven't told Kennedy about this is because she mm. is still dealing with her girlfriend, ex girlfriend, right now. And they live together. So, 
there's no need for me to, you know, spread the news around about her because as far as I'm concerned, she's not done with the current situation she's in. So even though we've been communicating, uh -huh. she, it's like we're reconnecting with each other, but I haven't considered her a serious, you know what I mean? Like a serious candidate yet because she's still dealing okay, with I, I, the Brandy, situation. I have some follow-up questions. So, yes. No, I, I, no, Joey. Sure. no Joey, there's no follow-ups for this. There, there okay, no well, first of all, first of all, before the follow-up, <laughs> and Kate, I hear you, and I see why you're trying to distance yourself from any follow-up. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Joey G as the yeah. host. Yeah. What do you think about the idea of a young lady having some type of issue with the place that you want to meet them? Like, what do you think? Oh, don't get me talking. She's trash. I already said that. She she's trash. Forget her. Like, forget that. She already she's already okay. He 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 was okay with going where she wanted to go as long as they did it the way he wanted to do it. Like there's gotta be some compromise. If I'm compromising on the place I, I picked, I picked a place where I was going to pay for everything. Cause I picked it. Now you picking. So now let's this come is halfway. No. You trash. Now this is a thing. Now this no is a thing. You. And I'm nah. gonna let everybody else jump in. I'm gonna let everybody else jump in, but I'm just asking my brother, Joey G. Right. If you ask a young lady out on a date or something like that, do you already have a target placement for where you want the date to go? Or is it like, I want to go out on a date with you? It's a double-sided thing because my generation, my generation, I didn't have to think about that. If I'm out and about, most most likely, I'm already meeting her out. Like, if I'm out and about and I right. happen to meet a young lady, like, what? remember the days where you could just meet somebody at the bar? You know, you could just be chilling. Yeah. You know where you at, yeah. and you meet her. You're already out. You're face Much to face. Much easier to have this conversation that, if you're already at Chili's, right. and you meet the person at right. least. Then we go somewhere else. That makes sense. Yeah, gotcha. What, what I encounter gotcha. nowadays, and I'm what I'm sure of, ninety percent sure in this text message, they met on a dating app. They met online and started communicating. They do the little texts like, "All right, let's meet each other face to face." In that, in that concept of, I didn't meet you in person at the first time, this is the first time I'm meeting you, you should be able to get with me on, let's meet at somewhere where we can see each other in person. Long as, as long as you feel safe and I feel safe, because I think Kennedy, you know, she reminded me of that. Like, women can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll meet you wherever. No, you got to kind of vet the place. Yeah, no, safety is you know, safety's safety's good. Always yeah. in it. And then, and then you kind of comboed that with, with comfortability. Like, you got to feel comfortable. I understand all those things. Oh, yeah, you gotta feel comfortable, right? Okay. Like, but there's nothing comfortable between a steakhouse and chili. They could be right next door to each other, you know. And you just, you just like, you don't like the food. That that means you don't want to see me for real. If you want to see me, then you'll be okay with what I put out there. And we'll get to everything else after the fact. But I feel like what ends up happening. Go ahead. What ends up happening, and we can transition to another level. If you guys are ready, if you guys want to continue on this, we could do that too. There's a level of conversation and understanding. And it, it, it's not even like a discussion, but it's like something you can see as a guy. With your significant other, and you bring somebody to Chili's, and you understand that don't nobody eat at Chili's. And the purpose of coming to Chili's wasn't for us to eat. It was for us to talk. Exactly. For me to be cool. For me to enjoy my situation and to be the best version of my, myself for this situation. 
so that we can move on to the other thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that gets lost. Sometimes I think that gets lost because, and I think maybe it's a masculinity thing, maybe it's a alpha thing or something, but it's like the first time that you encounter the significant other and you bring that person around and you were the one who said, I want you to come around. I want you to come around me in a place where I'm the best that I could be so that you could see it and then we could go further. Amen. Amen. I, but Brittany, I didn't forget about you. I got some questions about this uh, living, like living situation. Her. Sure. So, so y'all haven't been out oh, on boy. dates together? Like, I mean, no, 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 we haven't been out on dates together. Um, like I said, we've met each other before. Mm-hmm. We've we've been around each other before in person, um, but that was a while ago. That was like six, seven years ago. Okay. So seven we're just years? kind of catching back up. Yeah, no, six, seven years. I'm not so judging. Just I'm just like, back. wow. That's a why. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was weird too. I just, yeah. Me too. It, it, yeah. Okay. Me too. And, yeah, and, it, and is this your but, first, uh, is this your first idea of, you know, dating a woman? This is like the first time you did it? No, okay. no, okay. no, 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 <laughs> no. I've, I've been dating women since I was a teenager. So okay. I've, I've been on the block. I've been on the scene okay. a while. God bless. Um, but yeah, so yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we, so now we know Brittany. Kennedy, I'm coming to you, and this is the question I'm asking right now. There is a very famous Friends episode where, uh, if anybody follows Friends, Rachel and Ross were in a relationship. No, we right? don't. What? Yeah, we, we're yeah, on Rachel, a break. Exactly. We're on a break. And now <laughs> I want to know in 2022, because this is, that was, you know, 1990-something. But now in 2022, <laughs> if somebody comes to you and he's like, Kennedy... You know, I need a break. What is he actually saying? What are you doing on that break? What is he? What What are you internalizing a break meaning? What are you doing after that? Oh, definitely. If a man comes to me and says he need a break, that means I need to run to the store and get him a Kit Kat. I'll be back. You ain't going nowhere. That's the series. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Yeah. Thank you. I mean. Thank you. We speak the same language. Thank you. That's a weird old thing to say. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to break either. I'm not fucking with you. Or I'm fucking with you. It's one right. or the other. It's that yeah, I'll break. Yeah. yeah. Now if yeah, you don't said... want the Kit Kat, now if you don't want the Kit Kat, right? Then 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 we over. But if you need me to write this, boom! I have two Kit Kats now. I'm good. Like yeah. go on your way. I'll eat these Kit Kats and get somebody mm-hmm. else on the roster. So, yeah. So, so Kennedy, there's no way you're gonna let that ideal man out your apartment say this guy is checking every box, and you're not gonna let him go away with the fact that look. You know, I just need to take a break. Yeah, well, we don't plan on God's blessings. That's not something we can plan for. Wow, 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 wow. wow. <laughs> I, I trying to blow the spot up. <laughs> we don't. God don't, don't make mistakes. Talk about it. So that's, that's, that's me. That's my thing. Freak. Okay. Freak. <laughs> thing. As far as me and mine's concerned, we can never do plan it. for a blessing. So what you, what you do? What he do it? Do you Won't need to go get this Kit Kat? Or do you forever that's that's where i'm at that's where i'm at with, with it oh that's amazing wow what yeah. he do that's Brittany, amazing do you do you second this if if if, if your young lady is coming to you like you um, need to go on a break like yeah what's, what's, what's this now yeah i i typically i typically don't associate the terms i need a break yeah. as a negative as a positive uh-huh. thing i typically assume it to be negative for me it means We've encountered a problem in our relationship that you are not equipped to handle 
with me. So you think the best way to solve this issue is to be without me, at least for this period of time. And you're assuming is that once you figure it out, that I'll be here for you to figure it out with. Mm-hmm. That to me is what you're what you're implying is something I take offense to, which is that you can't deal with me right now or you can't deal with the problem, whatever that problem is, whether it's in our relationship or it's with you personally. You can't deal with that. And now you're you're assuming that I'm going to sit around waiting for you to get back to me. And that makes me feel like, well, why can't we figure this out together? Why have you brought me to this point where we've been, we've been in this relationship? You know how I feel about you. I've invested myself. We've we've hit other hurdles before, right? So why is it that this hurdle requires you to break up or break us, right? To sit this line and to sit this boundary and say, we've gone here and I can't go with you anymore. Mm -hmm. That that feels like kind of an abandonment a little. Maybe that's my abandonment issues talking, but that just feels like a betrayal. How can you bring me so far just to cut me off Mm -hmm. and say, well, be right, be right back. It's like yeah. no. Yeah. If we've walked this far, I'll spend the block for you. I'll come back for you. Just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like what? That, that, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't bode well with me. I would be more likely to say, if you need a break, take your break. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Know I'm going to be here when you return. Right. Mm. Mm. Logic. How you feel about it, brother? We're talking about taking a break. Yeah. The only time that I can, and I've been listening to both the young ladies speak and everything they said was so eloquent. And like the only thing that I could think of personally, when I actually looked somebody in the face and said something about taking a break, I was like in the sixth grade, something like that. (laughs) And it was just like, this is too much for me. Like, I just don't know. If this, I, I don't, you want to do all these things. I don't want to, I want to read comic books. You don't want to read them. I want to do this. You don't want to do that. I think we should take a break. But the idea of saying take a break, the person that says that kind of has the power over the break. Mm-hmm. Because the other person is the person that got broke. Mm-hmm. And that person mm-hmm. has to deal with the reality of what the other person said. Because both people, you've never been in the situation as a kid, sixth grade, 20th grade, college, whatever. You've mm-hmm. never been in a situation where both people was like, oh, we should probably take a break. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, okay, well, we'll, we'll go play basketball this. and do come back, yeah. we'll come back to it later. Like, we'll reconvene in about seven to six. You know, like, whatever. Like, yeah. yeah like, let's, let's do that. No, it's usually one person who's yeah. saying, I'm in a position, mm-hmm. masculine, feminine, whatever. I'm in a position emotionally where I'm over my head and I don't know what's going on. And it's too much. It's just too much. That's exactly it. I, I mean, mean, I care about you and I fuck with you and I like you and I like the way it used to be. And I like different things that were happening until this point. But at this point, it's like, oh, Mm-mm. I need you to fall back. But rather than say I need you to fall back, I say, you know, I think we need to take a break. Right. You don't need the break. You're consistent on the things that you're consistent about. Right. I'm not consistent 
Anytime I've ever told the woman anything that sounded like that was because there was another woman on the line. And it was like, oh, I'm trying to upgrade right now. Like, um, you lit, mm. but um, I got this other thing on the line. Let me see what's going on over here. Well, look, I respect you and I like but uh, mm. I don't know I, if this is working. No, I I let, let me let me give another Deep side breath. of it. Yeah, let me let me messy it up for you, Brittany, real quick. Say you're okay with mm-hmm. the break that's advertised to you. Say you say, I right, internally, I'm okay with this break. How do you handle yourself? Are you actually single or are you still tied to that person on a break <laughs> that you're okay with? <laughs> um, I would probably say I'm still tied to that person emotionally. Ooh, all right. I don't think that would be the space. I don't think that would be the space for me to try to date or see other people because it's like, well, until I know emotionally that I'm fully done with this person, that I'm ready to walk away from this person, then there's no point in entertaining someone new because I think this is something I've been paying a lot more attention to Mm -hmm. now is that I think a lot of people think the saying is true, like to get over someone, you need to get under someone else or something. Yeah, that's not it. Right. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's useful. I don't think that's helpful. And in fact, I think it is detrimental to you because trying to essentially say, well, that person don't care, so I don't care. And it's like, well, no, that's not usually how it works. Typically, if you've been invested in a relationship with someone, there is some type of emotional investment still there until you have enough time to make those connections and disconnect those connections, you're still tied to that person in some way. And until you fully are able to walk away from it and say, no more, I'm not actually tied to this person, you can actually have you know, the freedom to move on. But if you're still emotionally tied to this person, there's no need to engage with other people. I say, finish your breakfast before Ooh. you go to lunch. You know, like, <laughs> that up. get all that resolved first before you go dealing with someone else. Cause then that's going to put you in an awkward situation when that person says, okay, Hey, I thought about it. I want to be with you again. So what are you going to say to that person you were talking to? Hey, you were great, but I'm back with my main now. So, mm-hmm. Miss, wow, yeah, Miss Britton, welcome to the wild, wild world of toxic masculinity. <laughs> you Absolutely. just explained it. You just explained it. It's it's like this weird disconnect between I care, but I'm trying to pretend I don't care. And that, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, and that's what and to be fair, women do this too. Yeah. This, oh, I don't. Okay, man, I don't care. You, you. You lame anyway, it's done. You a bird, whatever. We, I think a lot of us have our egos. A lot of us have our egos and our pride. If I fuck your friend, that'll fix it. And mm. it don't fix it. Right. It don't fix nothing. Right. Miserable. Fix. You're just miserable You're until miserable. you make a decision yeah. to actually disconnect. Right. And that's not going to be said like, oh, well, fuck you. No. That's going to be said like, you know what? I've accepted. This is as far as we're going to go. And I'm ready to leave it right there. And it's okay to go as far as you can go with somebody and say, that's it. That's Mm -hmm. as far as I can go. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Like, there's a way to do it. There has to be a way to do it. I've done it every type of human being way that you could do. And I've done it every way that's wrong. I fought to everybody's friends. I've done all the weird (laughs) shit that you could do. 
And it's always been wrong, but there has to be like a right way to tell somebody, I care about you. And I'll always care about you. what my sister's just saying. And I think, and this is just me projecting. I hope I'm not speaking over top of what you said and, and, and your, your knowledge, but the idea of you caring about somebody that you're not with anymore, it's there. Like you still care. Like you still care about that person. You mm-hmm. just can't go where you try and go. Right. That person. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Mm-hmm. You okay. can't. I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a name for this conversation. I'm going to name Brittany Yen. And then I'm going to go to Yang over here with Kennedy because yes. I feel like you might have a little different take on a guy that tells you he needs to take a break. Like, what's your actions? Mm-hmm. If you're okay with that break, what you doing, Kennedy? Yeah, no, I'm cool with it. I think, like, the best thing for this is, like, in the words of Sugar Hill Gang, <laughs> if that girl start acting up, then you take her friend. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um I'm moving on. Moving on like Maya. Uh wow. It's not so <laughs> That's a bad example. Do you know how bad of an example that is? Like uh, she didn't really move on. Like she she moved back to the same shit. Like uh, okay, but please so I'm moving on. Can't, I can't I can't. Like no, as soon as like a break, a break. So we broke it. All right, cool. Yeah. Bet. I'm out. So you're I'm not going to be sitting here. What you mean? All of it. Out. I'm outside. I'm not on the curb no more. Because literally, if we're in a relationship, I'm in the house. Right. Now, right. we having faulty right. issues, I'm on the curb. Because I could go in the house, but the street is right there. And now we on a break. <laughs> I'm in the streets. What do you mean? I'm back. I'm back, the, I'm back out. Like, so, I'm back so, out. Like, so he said he comes back. So for this example, Kennedy, he comes back six months later and he's like, oh, man, I, OK, this is, you know, this was the break. You know, y'all laying yeah. in bed together. He's like, yeah, that was the break. You know, how we get in bed? We get in bed. I mean, we broke. We on a break. Yeah, we but get he back came in back bed. and pro- he professed, you know, he's like, yeah. So what's yeah, up? Yeah, but when he came back, it's because he saw me out in the streets doing what I was doing when we met. Yeah. And then I'm like. <laughs> Yo, what's up? We not back in the bed. What are you? What are y'all missing? Oh, so once it's broken, it's broken. It's like it's you break it. You broke yeah. it. Okay. Many of time, Brittany. Brittany, you can attest to this. I have moonwalked many of times, and every time I moonwalk, mm-hmm. I break a foot. I break an ankle. Ooh. Something. It's something Ooh. where I'm like, I should have never been doing that dumbass dance. Ooh. So I won't be back in the bed. You needed a break. And there's plenty of other niggas out here. So I'm going to be in the streets. But you can Talk go like that. Talk like that. Talk like that. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a wonderful thing to hear. Because yeah. Yeah. so much of the responsibility of these things happen. Especially when we're talking about we need a break and that, that, that. You know, so much of that that I've seen personally, and I can only talk for myself, usually comes from that masculine point of view. It usually comes like I'm over top of it and it's my job to, you know, do that. But to hear somebody say, if you say that, nigga, I'm back on the block, nigga. Like, they ain't nothing. That's yeah. lit. Like, that's what make a nigga spin the block and come back. And then that's and when you like, always, oh, nigga, you done came back. Oh, nigga, you left, though. They always do. 
But you, they, it never uh, fails. They but you, you was out, though. I thought when you was on the break. And then they go, I didn't mean that. Like, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that, though. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, that sucker shit that happens sometimes when a guy, you know, with that masculine energy, a person with that masculine energy and that in-charge energy decides that I'm in charge of what's going on and I'm going to shut it down and... Then they see you go back to the city and go back to the streets. And then they're like, oh, I fucked up. Why your streets look better than mine? Yeah. Because they always was. And you didn't see it. And that's your fault. And, and that's your fault. Like, brings me back to the original topic. So now we on what dude in a text messages was. You pay for your food. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to go do my thing over here. All right. All right. And, and to close this, I, I just want to ask y'all one more question, but first I'm gonna go back to Brittany real quick. Um, in your in your dating history, have you dated heterosexual women before? Uh, that's a tricky question, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. uh-huh. there are women. So uh, let me let me help. Let me give some clarification. Okay, please so do. There are women who claim to be heterosexual, right? right? So these are women who have dated exclusively men, right? But find themselves attracted to women right right, right. they may not come out and say i'm bi-curious or i'm bisexual right but they still interest in being involved with a lesbian or there's with a another vibe woman that you could speak to. there's a vibe it right, sounds me, like there's a let, vibe let me flip that around have you ever dated a woman with kids then yes i have i've been with women who've had children okay um and there are lots of different reasonings why this happens so obviously there are who have always wanted to be in a lesbian relationship, but because of their religion, their families, where they Mm -hmm. grew up, whatever, they weren't able to live in that. They weren't able to actually have that. So what they did instead was, you know, they've befriended, they've been engaged with or married to a man that they loved or had a relationship with and said, okay, we'll go with this. There are some women who want to be mothers and want to have biological children, so they have biological children, but they still want to be with a woman, right? So there's that. And then there are women who are outright who say, yes, I'm bisexual, yes, I'm bi-curious, or yes, I'm lesbian, right, whatever. But they still may have a dating history that involves men, even if they say, okay, I'm lesbian, but I've had this history of dating men. Mm-hmm. So kind of tricky thing, yes, I'm, I'm the broad... Answer to your question is yes. I've dated women who've identified as heterosexual, but still find themselves Closeted. attracted to women. Okay. Right. Have you have you ever involved yourself in a talk about the number of people you've been with sexually? Yes. That's a conversation. I've and you're comfortable with. with that conversation? I am. Yes. On both sides. Okay. All right. So I ran into a piece of content and I yes. shared this with, with Logic and Kennedy. So you'll you'll be hearing this and responding into it in real time. But a young lady was on there, and she was trying to reverse her number. What she said is, in this this talk, (laughs) she said that because she she, uh, had sex with men with condoms on, that actually didn't add to her number. So because they had a condom, Mm. it wasn't real sex. And I'll turn that around to you, and I'll I'll Mm. say, if, if if a young lady, for example, I've heard women say this before in my in my dating life, if it's oral. It's not. It doesn't count as a body. So if you, if you had oral sex with a woman, or if she performed it on you, that's not sex. 
So I'm asking you, mm. Brittany, in your opinion, is any of that valid? No. <laughs> was I not correct? Joey G, was I yeah, not I, correct? I mean, but, but I, no, but I'm asking Brittany. So so why don't okay. you feel like that's valid? Talk yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. I don't feel that's valid because, well, okay. So there's, there's two reasons why I'll, I'll go to this. So number one is not valid because the reason for saying that is because either you're ashamed mm. of the sexual history <laughs> and, or you are worried that someone will learn your sexual history uh-huh. and will make an assumption about you that you don't want, especially as a woman, right? Okay. So that's not valid. Like, you shouldn't be ashamed of your sexual history, whatever that sexual history is. You shouldn't be ashamed of it, right? That's number one. And then number two, if you're only using that as a way to mislead your next partner that you don't have as many sexual experiences as you really do, it's like, <laughs> that's not valid. Like, the the intention behind it is not valid. You are essentially just trying to say that these sexual experiences I had don't count. And I want you to know <laughs> that I'm coming to you with this new number, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it, me, it just, it just comes off as very deceptive and it doesn't make any sense. Like, why are you trying to deceive someone about what your sexual history is? And why are you trying to delegitimize the ways in which other people have sex, right? Wow. So, for example, I've had lots of oral sex, right? right? And consider those experiences just as important as I've had penetrative sex, right? Like, I'm not going to say that, well, because I didn't do this with that woman and because I did this with this woman, that woman's sex matters and the other woman doesn't. It's like, that's not, I'm not going to delegitimize that. Like, I'm not going to do that. Mm. All of the partners that I've had sex with, any sexual act that I've had with them, those were all experiences that I value. Even if things didn't work out the way I wanted to, even if it was an impulsive decision, whatever the circumstances are, they are, but I'm not going to invalidate and delegitimize those sexual experiences Ooh. I've had just for the sake of to appear not as sexually experienced to the next person. It's like, if you're gonna call me a slut based on my sexual history, then you're not the one for me. Like, that's it. I'm not going to change my number. I'm just going to change the person I'm talking to. Brittany, I know you can't see it, but my hand is to the sky right now. And no disrespect to my man Logic, but I'm showing up to Brittany's church next Sunday. Because, amen. Like, you said it, sis. Uh, said it. From one preacher to another, yeah. you realize that somebody else's church is as lit as your church. Right. And that's right. how pastors get passed around. Like, that's how pastors get passed around. Because you see different pastors and different people at church. Because they'd be like, I like this church, it's lit. And they like your church, and it's lit. So, like, everything Britney said is... is Yo, that's so valid. Look, I'm going to let you end it out, Logic. I'm going to let you end it out. But, Kennedy, I want to get your uh, opinion real quick. Don't you remember, Kennedy, when, when, I don't know, in the teenage years, I feel like women didn't want to give up the virginity card, like, back in the day. So they'd say, you know, I'll suck it for you. That that doesn't count as sex. Right, like you didn't penetrate me, so I don't remember. I don't, have I don't to remember offering it. that as a as an alternative. Right, you offered. It, yeah. it was, that was a thing. 
Yeah, that you might have been the wrong one to ask that particular question. I'm <laughs> just saying that's the thing. Like she offered, she just offered. Just coming to understanding that I have her my sister, and I call yeah, her my she... sister because I feel like I understand her. <laughs> she might not be the one that get that. Like nah, like we fucking her now. Like nah, if I'm not fucking, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm doing? not doing something else. I just thought us. like sucking dick was like the prerequisite to get yeah. everything else. I didn't know that yeah. an alternative. <laughs> an alternative. Mm. Is that a thing? That was a yeah. thing. Yo, that was a thing. Like you know, as long as as long as you she sucked you, she had to up. add you to the I'm to, the, to, to that body why count. Why girls never tell me? Why they never tell me? This was an option. Because <laughs> you was too late. You yeah. was too strong. Too, <laughs> on the, you know what I mean? Like you was on point too much. Like they couldn't right. talk to you like that. You so, right. So Damn. in your in your mind, Kennedy. Uh, does does condom or no condom matter in the term of counting it to your number? Well, I wanted to ask, what's a condom? Oh shit! <laughs> what? What? Wow! I heard y'all talking. That's but I didn't know why you're my sis. That's what makes you my sis is the fact that any level of conversation you can push it to that next magical level <laughs> Yo, that's beyond any level of the conversation that we just had. Yeah, no, it's no, no, I'm not, I know I'm not judging. I'm actually saying like, it's lit, it's dope, it's it's great for content, it's great for conversation, it's great for friendship, it's great for family. Yo, it's I heard great. y'all talking and I was you know I was going with y'all. Yeah, y'all still talking about condoms. Like why y'all talking about like that's yeah. right? like that's that spelled with a C Q or K. Yeah, like that's an extra thing. <laughs> like, who talk about that all the time? Like, I ain't not had no conversation about that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're in America. We live, <laughs> we live hard. Mm-hmm. So oh. you live in the seventies lifestyle, then you ain't never used that. You don't know what they talking about. All yours count. Uh, what is? <sighs> Listen, anybody <laughs> that I've ever had sex with, <laughs> it count. They matter. Okay. okay, bodies right. matter. All bodies matter. Like we gotta bodies get a t-shirt. All, all bodies, bodies, all bodies matter. matter. No. Damn, Black just bodies, name the cast. White bodies, Puerto yeah, Rican bodies, bodies. Matter. they matter. They matter, bro. That's they it. matter, bro. I mean, I heard enough. I mean, I got you. I got you. Logic. Agency, bro. I mean, honestly, the safest sex I ever had was in Amsterdam in the red light district, and she put like cellophane over my. Pussy and she fingered me with condom. This I don't know if I can say all that. My bad, but you can. You already said it. It's yeah, cool. you did it. Yeah. Well, it was the Come. it was it's literally not. the safest it's sex I ever had, and I still count her as a body. So did you enjoy it though? And this is just yeah. a side note from me. Did you enjoy yeah. that? Like I know it sounds weird, but it was like <laughs> the, the attention. It was like almost the first time I was like, "Ooh, what is that? What is that clear stuff you're putting over me?" And, Wow, you're protecting yourself? Hmm. Like with your fingers? And she did like a sexy dance while she did it. And she you know, was like gyrating yeah. and moving and making and it real sexy. It was, was like, Ooh, sex can be sexy too. Oh. Yo, like on a side note, after I came, she like yelled like, yay, and did like this giggle. And I was like, wow, I get cheers for nothing. Shouts out to Amsterdam. Shouts oh, out to Amsterdam. Yeah, I've never been to Amsterdam. I don't want to go to Amsterdam. Scared of Amsterdam. But logic, Brittany, I have to say this, Joey. Guess what? That That bitch was Hungarian. Oh! (laughs) 
all makes sense now. Sis, have we not put it together now, sis? Have we not put all the puzzle pieces together? I, I definitely didn't put it all together. Yeah, because see, now, yeah, it was, you was talking Hungarian shit, and it's like, well, where'd you come up with? Like, that's very particular right. piece to say that's what you went to. Right. How did now you get we there? Know. Now you we get know. there, you know. Like, I'm into one-legged bitches. Well, that's particular. Shut like, up! A whole lot of those. Like, no, no, well, I was around Walter Reed. Okay, now that makes sense. Now, oh, okay, well, you was in a space where there were a lot of people who had lost their heart. Quit judging me for what I like. Never judge me. Uh, never judge me. Never, ever. Never judge me. Mm-hmm. Always respect and always yeah. understanding and always uh, a um crazy laugh <laughs> from the fact that you're talking about this widow shit that you into. But also <laughs> respect. Yo. Yo. Can I go back to respect? Logic. Is it okay if I start Logic. with respect? Give, a, give us a final thought on this on this condom situation. Like, old girl luncheon, like, what's, what's going on? I need you to update myself the fan base and everybody that I'm so thankful that's listening. Can you explain the scenario one more time? Because I want to be accurate. Okay. Be yeah. Accurate. I've lady, had an emotional day. I told you about the Jets. Like, young lady got on the on the podcast and she just was like, okay, well, sex with a condom doesn't count. She can have as many sexual partners in as long as it's inside a condom. It is zero. She's actually been with nobody. First and foremost, I want to say to all the listeners, I actually discussed this and it's on our overtime. So you're more than welcome to, you know, listen to that and peruse that and hear my real thoughts. And, you know, so I don't want to take up everybody's time repeating myself or, or saying anything crazy. But I think what my sis Brittany said is exactly how I felt. About the idea of you trying to reduce your bodies based on responsible sexual activities ain't for me as logic of the logic over everything podcast i'm a piece of shit i don't give a fuck like i've never given a fuck i've never that's never i you know i have condoms i've never i don't know you want one Ooh, we could do it's that's like a, a sandwich at that like would you like a sandwich while we fuck Ooh, i got one but like you don't want one in this moment like uh. That, that that's a weird question for certain people who want that. Like, if you want that, that's cool. But at the same time, I do understand the idea of someone saying that I've had certain amount of sexual activity that either I or the society that I live in feels uncomfortable with. And so I have to do some weird work to change the numerology to make myself or the society feel more comfortable. And my only thing and my only statement on that to that young lady who said that, it says, you don't got to do that. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, nobody cares. We don't care. It sounds like you care. It sounds mm-hmm. like that's a thing for you to do. Like, ain't no nigga never said, oh, she has too many bodies. I'm not fucking. Never will happen. Right. Never <laughs> will happen. Never. And also, and also yeah. for Kennedy, like, fuck is a condom anyway. I mean, but at the same point, That's what weird. she's really saying is if I've already made the decision to engage in sexual activity with you, then it's not even what I think. And I always clean up shit for my sis. That's my sis. And I respect it. <laughs> so, Stop bro. doing that shit. Let me clean it up. I make my own decisions about uh-huh. who I fuck and what I do. So at the point where I make the decision that I'm a fuck you, I've already made the decision that I'll fuck you with or without a gun. I've already made that decision. I made that decision. You don't have to worry about that. I've made that decision. As a nigga who that decision has been made for in multiple bars, multiple clubs, in multiple situations, in multiple countries, 
you realize that that comfortability level that you present to somebody, the the reality of what you do and you talk about how you do things and, you know, the way you carry yourself, it's like, I'm not going to stop this moment about some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, you know, nah, nah, you know, we're both drunk. We've been drinking. <laughs> I took you to Chili's. You didn't want to go to Chili's. You want to go to the steakhouse. Fuck that steakhouse. You had the best time of your life in the fucking Chili's. I took, I took you to a Chili's that will smoke the fuck out any steakhouse you went to. Because when I was in the Chili's, I was that nigga in the Chili's. And anything was happening in the Chili's. All the drinks was happening. All the apps was happening. All the chicken fingers and all the mozzarella sticks was flying out the motherfucking sky for you at the Chili's. You was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck this nigga. Right? The last thing you might say is, eh. Well, you know, hey, he's cool. Let's do that. Let's do it. Hey, look, the only way I can follow that up, only way I can follow that up is thanking you, Brittany, for Kennedy, for Logic. (laughs) This Toxic has been brought to you by Logic over everything. (laughs) It's over. Now he's going to say my name. (laughs) And it's been everything. Put that shit on me. Thank you for joining us, folks. We out. Listeners, 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 this is usually the point in time where I say, you know, some things, everybody that that's partaking in the gifts that we're trying to give, and the things that we're trying to do in these moments. And everybody on this cast has things that's going on in their life. Everybody that's on every podcast, everybody that's a comedian, everybody, is, everybody got shit going on. But I think I can speak for everybody that's in this conversation, that's enjoyed this conversation, and everybody that can hear this conversation, that could be a part of this conversation. Two things. Number one, we on IG, whatever you don't like, whatever you like, kick it with us. We could talk. Logic over everything. It's there. We there for you. But also, we, and when I say we, I think I speak for everybody that's here. We're so thankful that y'all care and that y'all take y'all time out of y'all situations to listen to our little petty ass situation. And y'all listen to our little petty ass stories and our little petty ass conversation. I appreciate it. I think everybody else appreciates it. You're part of making dreams come true and we appreciate you. So continue to listen. We're going to continue to give you every level of content that we can. We're going to continue to work and grind and create conversations and, and create logical thought processes for everybody to enjoy men women however you see yourself however you view yourself it's going to be them kind of conversations for us i i just want to speak on behalf of everyone and just say thank you we appreciate you god bless you we out